If you travel, you know how to pull off a perfect getaway. You know after you enroll with your Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card, you get up to $10 back monthly on U.S. rideshare purchases with select providers, like a car to the airport. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths. And where the Wi-Fi password is rarely used. Because you're the escape artist. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Purchases must be on card. Visit go.amex slash you know. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than a life policy. It's about the promise and the responsibility that comes with being a new parent, being there day and night, and building a plan for tomorrow, today. For the ones you'll always look out for, trust Amica Life Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, everyone. I want to talk about this game, 49ers versus Eagles, but get upon further review, which means I want to get deeper, take a deeper dive into how exactly the San Francisco 49ers defeated the Philadelphia Eagles in a primetime showdown between two of the very best teams in the entire league. And let's be honest, these could be the overall Oh, you know, winners of the Super Bowl if they get past each other, right? Whoever comes out of the NFC has a really good chance to win the Super Bowl. Both of them play a physical style of football built on the run game, a defense predicated on getting after the quarterback and stopping the run. It's a great matchup of two talented teams. And the 49ers came out on the end of a big victory, 42 to 19. And so I really wanted to get into the deeper bit about how the 49ers played in this game. So I have the all 22 film. And of course I started doing my breakdowns they are available over on Patreon. Uh, the offense is up right now. Defense is already recorded. Uh, that's first half. Of course, it's going to be coming out pretty soon and then the rest to follow. But 
uh, what I do is I take a deep dive into it and really see, you know, play to play what each player is doing, break it down, get a really good, you know, figure of a good idea of what Kyle Shanahan wants to do and play to play and how he's figuring out how to attack the opposing team's defense. And so I, I learned some things from that. I learned a lot about what Kyle Shanahan did, what Steve Wilkes did, but also how the players responded, how they executed. And when you get to go into it, it just, it really helps give a better synopsis of exactly what happened in these football games. And I always like it. So it, sit back, relax. We're going to have a fun one right here. Going upon further review, getting a deeper dive into this game. The holiday season is off and rolling with the NFL in full stride and the NBA and NHL hitting midseason form. Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info. With up to the minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions, Bet Online is a top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. And not just the big four. Bet Online has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that is played. From MMA to international soccer, head to Bet Online today. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And so going through this, there were some things that really stood out to me right away. First off, number one thing that stood out to me right away is Brock Purdy's pretty darn good. And of course, when you watch the first two drives, it's a little frustrating because the 49ers just can't get anything going. You know, the first play of the game is tipped, a pass attempt intended for Brandon Ayuk. And yeah, there would have been some yardage there. There's another occasion where he's looking to get the ball to George Kittle and Kittle's not able to make the catch. So there were some things, some miscues there, uh, opportunities kind of missed. But really, Philadelphia came out with a good game plan. And once Kyle Shanahan figured out what they were doing and he adjusted, then he was able to really take advantage of the defense of the Philadelphia Eagles. But it took a little bit of a filling out process. Philly was ready for what the 49ers initially presented, but then once the 49ers settled in and got it going, they really did some big things. And one thing I picked up on is Brock Purdy now has a completely advanced knowledge of Kyle Shanahan's system. They've talked before about the fact that a quarterback that doesn't really figure out Kyle Shanahan's offense for a couple of years, well, I think Brock Purdy's in that, in that area. I think he's got this offense figured out he understands exactly what he's looking for from play to play. The first first down or third down conversion for the 49ers comes on a pass to George Kittle out to the left side. And during the play, you can see Brock Purdy's mastery of this offense. I mean, it is absolutely fantastic. So he comes up and he wants to go to Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey's taken away. And then he looks and he wants to go to Ayuk. Ayuk is taken away. Goes back to the other side. Goes Debo. Not, not open. Then he goes to Juwan Jennings. Not there. He comes all the way back to the far left side to George Kittle. And Kittle's got some space because Darius Slay, or I think maybe actually it was James Bradbury, had rolled up on top of Debo Samuel. And when that happened, he rips the ball, gets the first down, and that's where the 49ers uh, take over. But what's so significant about that? is the fact that Brock Purdy was able to go through all those reads. There's five eligible receivers out in routes, and he goes through one, two, three, four, and lands on five and gets the ball to George Kittle. That is just excellent quarterback play, and you don't see that very much in the NFL. 
yes, that's what all quarterbacks want to do. They want to be able to process information at such a high level that they can go out there, read the defense, and then be able to hit their reads with one, two, three, four. Uh, a lot of quarterbacks are one-read quarterbacks or two-read quarterbacks. Nothing wrong with that, but to reach the uh, echelon, the upper echelon of quarterbacks in the league and in history, you need to make sure you can go through your progressions. Famously, Steve Young and Joe Montana, Jeff Garcia, I mean, really good quarterbacks to go one, two, three, four, back to one or two, get the ball out. And we're seeing that sort of mastery from Brock Purdy. Being able to go through that entire progression illustrated to me that he is in definite grip of what Kyle Shanahan wants. He's seeing the field, and then he's going ahead and making the appropriate reads. It was really impressive. That play alone was impressive because of the amount of movement that he had to do in the pocket, a little bit of movement to the right, come back to the left and find George Kittle, but also the fact just that he went through all those reads. He didn't force anything. He didn't get uh, worried and throw the football away. He just kept calm in the pocket, made the reads. But a mastery of Kyle Shanahan's offense means he's going to have a really good opportunity to get the ball to the players that he needs to get to get them to. And what did I, Brandon Ayuk say a couple weeks ago on Eric Armstead's uh, podcast? He said that uh, he, there's plays he has to always be ready for because Brock Purdy on plays he used to never get the football will find you with the football. So you have to be ready. There's no longer you're just running someone off. There's no longer, oh, you're on the backside of a, a route uh, combination. No, you have to be ready and willing to catch the football because Brock Purdy's going through all reads and progressions. This isn't one, two, uh, try to make something happen. One, two, find your outlet. It's one, two, three, four, find, find someone, make it happen. So uh, the, the advanced knowledge of Kyle Shanahan's offense is on display. And then the fact that he's able to go through uh, and read coverages at such a high level. I mean, he recognizes what coverages he's going against. And all quarterbacks want to recognize coverage. They want to be able to read it. But being able to read it and then process what you're going to get pre-snap compared to post-snap is difficult. But then also knowing which one of your route combinations work against certain coverages is also important. Because you're not going out there and, and waiting for a receiver to get open and then throwing the football you are going out there and you see that they have a little bit of an edge and then you're throwing the football and throwing them open. So I think his, his understanding of Kyle's offense combined with the way that he's able to read defenses is widely significant and a big reason why he's having the season he's having. He's an MVP candidate by every amount of imagination. The dude is on point. He is absolutely fantastic. And I got to give roses to Kyle Shanahan as well. Kyle Shanahan's ability to use his players to manipulate defense is on another level. I mean, the guy is finding openings for everyone, but just knowing what the skill set is of his players and knowing what the weaknesses is of the defense, he's just done such a great job, and it was really on display in this game. He was going to certain formations. He keeps going to an ace formation look and taking advantage of Kyle Juszczyk and George Kittle's blocking on the edge. He was getting the ball into McCaffrey's hands in the backfield, running behind Trent Williams, but with great designs that are allowing his guys to get to the proper spots as far as blocking angles. The Christian McCaffrey touchdown at the end of the first half is, is one of the, the most fantastic plays because they get a tight end to move over and change sides late before the snap, and because they did it, they did not get movement from the defensive line because they did it late. So Fletcher Cox doesn't cover up Spencer Burford. 
When he doesn't cover up Spencer Burford, it allows Burford a free release where he can get up the field and onto a linebacker and help. They are able to single up. The only double that came was Trent Williams on the edge uh, with a tight end. They got some movement there, but everyone else was singled up. If Fletcher Cox would have moved over, it would have been a lot tougher. It wouldn't have had as many angles. Colton McKivitz would have been trying to get to Ellis, who was positioned uh, behind that block, and he would have been protected and maybe been able to make that tackle. But Kyle Shanahan shifting late didn't allow them the opportunity to communicate in time. And then there you go. You get a big-time thing. That's why Kyle Shanahan loves motions and shifts because it puts defenses in a real issue where they've got to uh, navigate what you're trying to do and make the movement. And unfortunately for a lot of teams, they move and then the 49ers move again and you get caught with your pants down uh, because you were moving one way and they're ready to go the other. So Kyle Shanahan absolutely dialing it up. You know, the reverse or the counterplay to Debo Samuel, Hassan Reddick, aggressiveness being used against him. He was ignoring, he was ignoring run plays again, just like he did in the NFC Championship game. And it came back to bite him in the butt on that one. Fantastic play. But he just absolutely dialed it up. And just going through and watching what he does, the defenses, how he moves them uh, pre-snap with motions and shifts to get guys wide open. And you can see it. As is happening, as the motions and shifts happen when we're watching it all 22, you could be like, oh, George Kittle's about to get open right here because it's a master class. Kyle Shanahan is scheming it up better than anyone in the league, and the 49ers have the playmakers that can do it, and they have the trigger man now and Brock Purdy that can absolutely do anything you want to do in this offense. They make everyone cover every single blade of grass vertically, horizontally. It's just dangerous right now, offense. Brock Purdy is seeing the field like Kyle Shanahan sees the field. When you get a quarterback and an offensive coordinator in one accord as far as how they see the field, then you're going to be able to really have success. Joe Montana and Bill Walsh were very good at that. They saw everything together, and you're seeing that here from Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan. Brock Purdy's getting in tune with what Kyle wants and is showing out on the field, and he has the playmakers to absolutely do it. So Kyle Shanahan's play calling, the movement, it's just it's unreal at this point. McCaffrey and Debo together are unstoppable. And why do I say that? Because you can game plan to take away one, right? You can find matchups, either one linebacker or a safety or vice versa to kind of limit one's effectiveness. You can bracket cover one guy. The problem is you can't do it to both. And what Kyle Shanahan did was he used both of them in the backfield or both of them in motion, sometimes McCaffrey, sometimes Debo. And what it did was just get full attention. There are so many times in this game where you see guys going the wrong way, chasing what they think. And with Kyle Shanahan and Chris Furster, what they'll do is they'll pull offensive linemen as well. They pull offensive linemen, they run that fake, and then they go another way. And it absolutely eats people alive. The first touchdown of the game, they get Debo going around with a little wraparound orbit motion, and he's going one way. And you see every single linebacker, whoop, go that way. Brandon Ayuk and Juwan Jennings go across the grain. They come out on the other side. Ayuk with the deeper uh, route. Juwan Jennings along uh, the goal line. And Brock Purdy rolls to the left. He's got plenty of time, plenty of space. George Kittle comes out. Uh, he was, went in and came out on a whip route, and he holds Ellis there. So you put a bad situation for the safety, and Blankenship wasn't able to do it as a great throw. But it starts with the movement. Getting players moving away not just creates opportunity for the wide receiver to get open, 
but it also creates opportunity for a clean opportunity to throw the ball for Brock Purdy. And so Kyle Shanahan was using the... For those who embrace the impossible, the Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with a modern design that lets you go further and do more. The exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing, complemented by an interior built with integrity. The Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions, its durability has been tested to the extreme. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. And robust cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. If you travel, you know how to pull off a perfect getaway. You know after you enroll with your Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card, you get up to $10 back monthly on U.S. rideshare purchases with select providers, like a car to the airport. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths and where the Wi-Fi password is rarely used because you're the escape artist. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Purchases must be on card. Visit go.mx slash you know. Effectiveness of that. But it starts because all the action was going that way. Christian McCaffrey went right. Debo Samuel went right. Almost the entire defense went right. All but like, you know, two or three guys went to the right side. It was, it's just, it's, that's what you do when you're effective. But when you have two pieces like McCaffrey and Debo, uh, they can make things happen. They create opportunities for other team, other players. And then when they have their opportunities, they dominate. McCaffrey, once again, running back in this game. Uh, that's where he really shined, running the football. With Debo, it was every aspect. He ran the football for a touchdown. He had an explosive uh, touchdown over the middle where he broke a tackle and took it to the house. He had a, a, a tunnel screen where he never even got touched. Just spectacular calls, play calling. But when you have playmakers like that, it just changes the game. And now they've got two pieces that are interchangeable that you have to worry about. If you're a linebacker, you are put in so much of an issue of who do I go with, right? I mean, you've, you've got to be leery of both. And when Kyle starts moving them around, sometimes he moves them both on the same play. They start out wide. They come in together. What are you going to do? And there's just too much to plan for right now. And when there's too much to plan for and there's too much to read, defenses slow down. So normally when they would be there, now they're a half second late. When they're a half second late, that gives you the opportunity to make big plays. And we've seen it in the game. George Kittle, that play to George Kittle, where he gets all the way inside the 10, uh, all the way from like the 40-yard line. It's a big play. It, you show He comes to help on Hassan Reddick. Reddick tries to get rid of him, but then realizes by the time he does, Kittle's wide open. 
and Aaron Banks had pulled to come over and help. Great design by them. They're able to send two guys to Hassan Riddick's way, but also they think that Hassan Riddick is accounting for George Kittle. Boom, ball out. You know what happened on that play? Morrow went the other way with Christian McCaffrey, who was in pass protection, but he's got to respect Christian McCaffrey. Took himself out of the play. And so those types of things are so huge. McCaffrey and Debo set it up for everyone else and make it really tough. And it puts too much pressure on linebackers and safeties. Puts pressure on linebackers to be able to make sure they help stop them in the run, to cover them out of the backfield, but also safeties because when teams figure out linebackers can't cover them, they try to do it with space or with safety. So it ends up putting Sidney Brown covering those guys in space. Uh, it ends up putting other guys that are going to struggle like Reed Blankenship. And it's just a problem, and the 49ers know it, and they go ahead and they take advantage of it. Debo is an absolute game changer. That's one thing that just stood out. It didn't matter if you watched it live or you watched the All-22. The guy just makes things happen with the ball in his hands. You have to keep getting the ball into his hands uh, because he's the guy that can change every single play with one single touch. I mean, he can change the game just like that. Bam. He takes to the house, touchdown. Debo Samuel is a special player. He's the one game changer on the 49ers offense. The rest of the guys can make big plays. Uh, Christian McCaffrey has that ability, just not to the level of Debo. But I think both of those guys are game changers. But Debo is him. Debo is that game changer. And when he starts getting going, everything opens up for everybody. Because now you have to worry about Debo and Christian McCaffrey gets going. If you have to worry about both of them, Juan Jennings, George Kittle, uh, Kyle Juszczyk, everyone else is going to have a good day. So Debo absolute game changer and he's going to be a problem and now seattle's got to worry about debo samuel as part of the game plan and he's back and better than ever and he know he loves playing seattle so he'll be focused on this uh mccaffrey's running style is something that i just have to bring up because he is the perfect mixture of patience vision and ability uh he just makes people miss but some of the runs that he had are just as simple as his vision taking over. Him seeing a hole uh, and just getting there, pressing to the line of scrimmage, jump cut, get to his spot. But then he's got all the other elements as well. He's very explosive, so he can be patient and then all of a sudden accelerate through a hole at a rapid speed. He's got jump cuts. He can get away from uh, tacklers. He's able to stiff arm. He can power through, break tackles. The balance is there. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is an all-around great running back. He is a Hall of Fame caliber running back, and we're getting to see it. We are spoiled as 49er fans getting to see Christian McCaffrey as part of the San Francisco 49ers team. The fact that we've got weapons like Debo and 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 Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle, I mean, there's a potential that you know all these players uh, could get significant lifetime awards at some point in their career. I think McCaffrey and George Kittle are on track to be Hall of Famers at some point. And who knows what's going to happen with Brock Purdy. He's only 23 years old in his second year. Of course, he's got a long way to go, and he's got some big-time games to win. Uh, But you see optimism from those guys. And Brandon Ayuk has proven himself to be a number one wide receiver. So, I mean, but McCaffrey, I mean, the vision, uh, the way he sets up blocks. So a running back can set up a block by if someone's going to make a block and maybe they don't have them one way or the other, you can kind of go run to the outside. That defender will jump out, and then you cut back in and set the block. He helps him out. McCaffrey's really good at that kind of thing. But, I mean, it's just it's phenomenal seeing the size of the hole. Sometimes there's great holes. The offensive line does a fantastic job. It opens a big hole. And then there's times it's like, 
how do you get through that? Uh, but that's the difference between McCaffrey and other running backs, that vision and belief that he can get upfield and make those plays. So, yeah, McCaffrey is absolutely phenomenal. And then the O-line. The O-line played well in this game against Philadelphia. They held up. Did they have their moments where they struggled? Absolutely. Did Colton McKivis struggle with Hassan Reddick for the most part? Yes. Because guess what? Hassan Reddick is a great pass rusher. Uh, but together as one unit, the 49ers offensive line did a good job. They gave up two sacks for four yards. In both of those situations, Brock Purdy tried to go up and run up between the line of scrimmage. And I'm sure he, you know, he thought that he had more pressure than he did, but in both situations, you know, not a lot of pressure. Now, other times, though, he bailed out the offensive line. They got pressure, and he escaped the pocket. But when you're going against a, a defensive line like the Philadelphia Eagles, there's going to be times where you have to hold on to the ball a little bit longer than you want, and you're going to have to potentially extend the play because the offensive line has to hold up. And Philadelphia decided that they were going to bring the blitz against Brock Purdy at some point in the game. It was unsuccessful. 40 yards, 10 of 10 in those situations. Brock over 200 yards against the blitz. So spectacular. But the offensive line's ability in the run game was huge. Uh, they ran the ball for nearly 150 yards on the ground. And when you can do that, you're putting yourself in prime position to be successful because if you can get a run game established, number one, you start having on-schedule plays, which means third and third downs are more convertible because they're third and short. It also opens the play-action game, which takes a lot of pressure off the offensive line because then you can take shots down the field, but also uh, defenders have to worry about stopping the run. But all of that goes a long way, but it starts with the run game first. And I thought the 49ers getting it going, that offensive line was a big reason why. Brent Williams, Aaron Banks, George Kittle. I know Kittle's not an offensive lineman extension of, but they set the tone. Kyle Juszczyk made some very good blocks as well. Uh, but it was an all-around great performance by the 49ers offensive line. I wouldn't say it's the, the greatest performance I've seen of this group, uh, but I think it's reason for optimism that they handled such an, a talented uh, defensive line in Philadelphia to basically nothing. You know what I mean? Two sacks for four yards is not huge. Those aren't game-changing plays. Once the 49ers offense settled in, it was absolutely spectacular. So if you're watching, please like and subscribe to the channel. I really appreciate it. I'm on the push for 5K now. I'm trying to get there before the end of the season, and you can help. If you're watching and you're not subscribed, please subscribe. I really appreciate it. If you're listening on audio platform, 49ers Cutback on Believe, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Pods, wherever you listen to your podcasts, check those out. Of course, Wednesdays over on the PSF app with Mark Adams. Go check that out. A lot of fun over there. That's a live stream, so you guys can interact with us on the app. That's something you're into. But defensively, let's talk about this, because once again, you have an offense in Philadelphia who's averaging 28.2 points per game. They're averaging over 130 yards on the ground. Uh, they have all the weapons on offense. They have A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. They have you know the running back, DeAndre Swift. They have Kenny Gainwell. They have the talented Jalen Hurts, who's in the MVP conversation. One of the best offensive lines in the entire league. And here come the 49ers, the best scoring defense in the league. Well, really, a lot of people still questioning how good they actually are. Steve Wilkes needs to be on the sideline. You know, all these question marks about Ambry Thomas. And those questions have to be answered. And one of the ways you answer those questions is when you play really, really good football teams like Philadelphia. And one thing that I saw that was beyond a shadow of a doubt in this game, 
like it was just so clear to me is that Steve Wilkes had such a great game plan and they were going to limit the effectiveness of the read option and the RPO. And they did. And you know how they did it? Because of alignment. I mean, it was so fun to watch. It was a masterclass of understanding who was going to be the read key and who was going to be the RPO key. And what they did was they made sure they played it perfectly. Linebacker was sitting in that, that zone to take away the RPO. Uh, you know, edge defenders knew exactly when they were the read and they stayed out on Jalen Hurts, made him give the football. And when they seemed outmanned, the 49ers defense made plays. They disengaged from blockers and made tackles. There's a couple of times that they really put the 49ers in some precarious situations. But because Steve Wilkes trusted his players and because those players trusted themselves and trusted their teammates, they were able to play team defense and get stops. It was just fantastic to watch. So one of the things you have to worry about when you're playing against these style of offenses is number one, the read option. If it gets going, it's tough to stop. They're going to have a read key. Usually it's the edge defender. And what they're going to do is they're going to have a running back, let's say to your right side, and he's going to come across. And when he comes across, that quarterback is going to focus completely on the read key. And at the mesh point, he's going to decide if he's going to pull and keep and run or if he's going to give it to that running back. What the 49ers decided to do in this game was make sure that he gave the football every time and didn't allow Jalen Hurts to hold on to it. What they did was they froze their edge defender. That freeze makes you give the football. And when he did give the football, they tried to squeeze it down. And they did exactly what I talked about during the week is they brought safety into the box and allowed him to help take away read options and RPOs. They used uh, nickel corners to do it as well. We talked about that on the on the uh, on the slightly off sides with horse. And so you have a lot of these things that they did that were very good, but they kept changing the read key. And then at some point later in the game, they even stuck Fred Warner right out there to take away that RPO. So RPO is a little bit similar to read option, except it's a run pass option. So this time they're going to fake that same sort of read look, but now they want to throw the ball. And what they do is they try to get that linebacker to commit to stopping the run and he vacates his area and then boom, you throw in right behind it. Well, the 49ers weren't willing to move. They weren't willing to make a change. They were going to make them defeat them by running the football against that defense that they had put up and they weren't able to do it. It was fantastic. Steve Wilkes, uh, bravo. I mean, it was just a really good setup and a good performance. It starts with X's and O's, but it has to be completed by the players on the field. And I thought they did really good. So bravo to Steve Wilkes. And you can't do it without Fred and Trey just being special. And that's what you see on film. And I know Dre doesn't play the whole game, but when he's out there, he is lights out. I mean, he's all over the place. He's playing everything like he should. He's flying around making tackles. He's filling in the run game. He's shedding blocks, covering Kenny Gainwell one-on-one out in open space and making the tackle. Dre Greenlaw is a special player. And then you watch Fred, the hustle plays. Some of the play, there was one play they run a screen pass to A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown should have had a big play on it. But Fred runs from his linebacker spot and turns that play in. And when he does, Jair Brown ends up making a big tackle. And those are the types of plays that Fred and Dre make that you don't always remember. But you should, because these two guys are special. And Fred Warner is the best linebacker in football, bar none. I know he ain't you know, uh, Floyd, but bar none. I mean, he's just the best linebacker in the league. And that's why Steve Wilkes can do some of the things he does because he has a player 
like Fred Warner. Demo is that guy at nickel. You had any concerns about Diamond or Lenore at nickel? Don't. I know he gave up a touchdown on the outside to Devontae Smith. Don't care. He played A.J. Brown one-on-one in the slot and held up. He is phenomenal. For those who embrace the impossible, the Defender 110 is up for the adventure. This iconic vehicle has been redefined with a modern design that lets you go further and do more. The exterior is reimagined with compelling proportions and precise detailing, complemented by an interior built with integrity. The Defender capability is legendary. Whether you're facing off-road challenges or harsh weather conditions, its durability has been tested to the extreme. Powerful innovations like the intuitive driver display and award-winning infotainment system keep you connected. Innovative camera technologies deliver unobstructed views and effortless maneuvering. And robust cargo capacity means more room for your gear. Ready for a wide range of adventures, the Defender family features the two-door Defender 90, the Defender 110, and the Defender 130, which seats up to eight. To drive the Defender is to explore with greater confidence. Push what's possible with a vehicle made to go further. The Defender 110. Learn more at LandRoverUSA.com forward slash Defender. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. If you travel, you know how to pull off a perfect getaway. You know after you enroll with your Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card, you get up to $10 back monthly on U.S. rideshare purchases with select providers, like a car to the airport. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths and where the Wi-Fi password is rarely used because you're the escape artist. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Purchases must be on card. Visit go.mx slash you know. In run fits. In this game, they had a situation where they thought they had the 49ers dead to rights in the run game. And they motioned away. Diamond Lord stepped right in. He moved right into his spot as third linebacker. You know, because that's what Kyle Shanahan said. Hey, that nickel guy's got to be able to cover and play linebacker. And then he filled. And he came right up the field and he blew it up right in the hole and made a great play. Diameter Lenore is doing it. Yes, we needed Ambry Thomas to play on the outside to free up Diameter Lenore because Isaiah Oliver was good against the run. He just struggled a lot against the pass. But good, good golly. I mean, Diameter Lenore looks real good. He's so good at setting the edge when he's supposed to on bubble screens or runs to the outside. He does it all the time. He's good at getting run fits. He's a great blitzer. He's good in coverage. I don't know where the 49ers would be without Diamond or Lenore. The, the hyena is something. You throw in the fact that DeAndre Swift got body detached from football on that hit. There's nothing not to like about what Diamond or Lenore is doing right now. He's battling. He's playing hard. Uh, phenomenal. I mean, it, it shows up. I don't know how many plays. I'm just like, wow, look at Diamond or Lenore. Look at how good he did on this play. When you watch the film breakdowns on Patreon, that's what you'll hear me talking Demo. Because Demo is that good. I mean, he's really, really good. Ambry and, and Charverius Ward, they played tough. They competed. Charverius Ward, right, he's starting to get his props around the, around the nation, and he should. Charverius Ward has been battling. Going against DK, now going against A.J. Brown. And Brown's going to get yards. 
He didn't get touchdowns. Traverius Ward was knocking the ball away, playing pass defense, four pass defenses uh, for Traverius Ward. Ridiculous. The one criticism I saw was I thought Ambry Thomas gave a little bit too much cushion sometimes. So this happens with Ambry Thomas from time to time, and I thought it happened in this game. And they were able to get some easy throws here and there against Ambry Thomas. So uh, once again, I'd like to see him be be careful and make sure he doesn't give up uh, big plays. But I'd also like to see him be able to drive on the football and knock things away. So I think he was being very careful to not give away any explosives. And so what he did was gave some underneath uh, catches. So maybe just not as much cushion. But it's just a little bit of a criticism, not a lot. I have been impressed with Ambry Thomas, and I want to continue to see him playing uh, the way that he plays because the 49ers definitely need him. And like I said, it freed up Diameter Lenore to do what he does. Um, the 49ers defensive line played unselfish. You know, and I, I've seen people talk about the fact that, oh, you know, Bosa got handled one-on-one, and, you know, Chase Young, where were you at? You didn't make any plays. Because the 49ers weren't trying to uh, go all out to get to the quarterback. They were playing it very safe. They wanted to keep Hurts inside the pocket, so they rushed in their rush lane integrity. They made sure they kept him in the pocket. Their main focus was, hey, if you if he's going to throw, that's fine with us. Make him beat us with his arm, not his legs. They were trying to keep him in the pocket. When they had the chance and, it, and things started to break down, then they would try to get the sack. They got three sacks all the day, two from Javon Kinlaw, one from Kalia Davis, who would have ever guessed that, but it was a great unselfish moment. If you're unselfish, you have an opportunity. If you get selfish and you go out of your, your pass rush lane integrity, get out of your lanes, then Jalen Hurts has an opportunity to beat you. And so there were a couple of moments where he was able to get outside. Um, not all of those at the fold of the D-line, but things you have to consider and, and be concerned about. Uh, they did have a couple breakdowns and contained, but that's what you expect when you're going against a player like Jalen Hurts. But a flawless game plan coming from Steve Wilkes once again. And Chris Kacarek helps his team be able to handle what they need to do. So I thought that was really, really good. Uh, great run defense, and then they won against duo blocks. So as much as they were being very concise about their pass rush lanes, they were dominating when it came to run defense. Getting away from double teams, being able to disengage and make tackles was great. No push. They weren't, they weren't getting pushed back. But when they were bull rushing, they were getting a push. 46 pressures by this 49ers defensive line. It's superb against what a lot of people believe is the number one offensive line in the entire league. It was a great performance, executed at a very high level. Uh, very proud of the 49ers defensive line. I thought they did really good in the run game and in pass. It was great. Deshaun Gibson, dud. Deshaun Gibson is an absolute savage. Uh, the way he's able to run the alley in the run game, the fact that he's got so much knowledge and is always in the right spot in the passing game. To me, Deshaun Gibson uh, just tore it up. And I'm starting to see him as a Pro Bowl player. I think he should get some Pro Bowl consideration. He's doing it now without an all-pro you know, safety next to him in town to Ufanga. So, yeah, I, I think Deshaun Gibson's doing so good. The plays that he makes in the run game, the effect he had in this game in helping take away Jalen Hurts in the read option game, just fantastic. And now he's nurturing another young player in Jair Brown. And he needs to, because I have a couple of concerns about Jair Brown. Uh, there's one of the plays early. In fact, the first play of the game, he comes up flat footed and the safety run. I mean, the, uh, the tight end runs right by him at safety. and gets to the corner route. It could have been an explosive. And it could have been a huge play. And, you know, maybe if uh, they have their number one tight end, they might go ahead and take that shot. 
but I thought that was a little concerning that I thought, well, maybe he just needs to settle in. Uh, but I saw it again later on. They had another shot down the field. They could have taken to their tight end for a big play. And lucky for us, Jalen Hurst decided he was going to throw to Quez Watkins uh, with Ambry Thomas covering. And Ambry Thomas was in his hip pocket and made the play. But they had a couple opportunities against Jair Brown. And I think it's from Jair Brown maybe running the wrong coverage in one case, another one just being flat-footed and not expecting that tight end to run right by him in a vertical uh, pass. So uh, those are things the four-year's got to fix. They can't allow that to happen because – other teams are going to see that on film, and they're going to try to take advantage. And let's be honest, the Seattle Seahawks' Noah Fant can take advantage of Jair Brown if he comes up flat-footed like that. Uh, Noah Fant can run right past him. He's a really good athlete. Um, but I do got to say, Jair Brown is very aggressive running the alley. Him and Tayshawn Gibson both have that about them. They're very stout in the run game. They come up physically, usually pretty good tacklers. Uh, Jair Brown did have the one real miss, him and Tayshawn Gibson on Devontae uh, Smith on the screen pass. But other than that, they played really solid football. I was excited about Jair Brown still. I think there's a lot of areas he looks good. Uh, just a couple of concerning areas. And let's be honest, when you're watching, you have to remember what the concerning areas are and, and you know, say, hey, yeah, those are some problems. We know those what those are. Uh, we got to make some plays. Uh, but then also recognize all the good ones, too. That's coaching 101 as you fix the, the mistakes and you make sure you give subtle praises for uh, the plays they make right and continue to encourage them to get better. So I thought overall it was a great performance from the 49ers uh, top to bottom, really good. These are the things that stood out on film. And I think that, you know, the 49ers, as long as they can continue to build on this, could have a lot of success moving forward uh, because they are just so stout. This team is so freaking good guys. Uh, it was it was fun to watch the All-22 film. Looking forward to talking a little bit more about the Philadelphia Eagles game, of course, this week. But we're going to be turning our attention to Seattle here really soon. 49ers got a big matchup against the Seattle Seahawks. And the 49ers have a shot to clinch the playoff berth this week. Uh, they also have the opportunity to pretty much end the Seattle Seahawks' uh, chances of winning the NFC West. And so it's a big week for them. The Seahawks are going to come in fighting for their lives. It's going to be a fun one. Hope you guys will join me for all the content coming out this week. Uh, it's it's exactly what we all want, a winning football team to cheer for, uh, but some key matchups and things that 49ers need to make sure they win. The job is not done. You need to get that number one seed. Make sure the playoffs head through Levi Stadium. That gives you the best chance to be successful by week, followed up by playing at home with your home crowd, the faithful. That's exactly what the 49ers want, but it starts with beating Seattle coming up. So you enjoy this game against Philly, and then you move on. Uh, so like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. On that push for 5K, really appreciate it so much. This episode brought to you by Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you guys so much for joining. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe. Remember the right way is always the 49ers. If you travel, you know how to pull off a perfect getaway. You know after you enroll with your Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card, you get up to $10 back monthly on U.S. rideshare purchases with select providers, like a car to the airport. 
You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths. And where the Wi-Fi password is rarely used. Because you're the escape artist. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Purchases must be on card. Visit go.mx slash you know. Kohler Smart Toilets introduce a new standard of design and cleanliness, sculptural forms, intuitive technology, and total personalization with integrated warm water cleansing, heated seats, and warm air dryers. For peace of mind and convenience, there are touchless lids, seats, flush, and a self-sanitizing bidet wand. Now you can even use voice commands with Numi 2.0, featuring built-in Amazon Alexa. Explore the complete lineup at Kohler.com slash smart toilets and discover what you've been missing. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top-quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.